0: United Church uh, this is Isaías Gabriel I'm a pastor and a missionary with Gold Ministries in Dominican Republic it's such an honor a privilege a pleasure to be able to, to share with you guys uh, today um, thank you Aaron for the invitation um, it's really really uh, an honor to have this opportunity to be able to share with you guys today Today, I want to share a verse from Psalm 37, verse 4. It says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will grant you the desires of your heart. I'm going to talk today a little bit about the desires of your heart. What does that mean? What are the desires of your heart? There are three things that I'm going to share with you that I want you guys to think about when you think about the desires of your heart. Number one is, If you don't know what you want to become, you will be someone you never wanted to be. Number two, if you don't know what you want, you will get what you don't want. Number three, if you don't know the life that you're going to live, you will live the life that others want you to live. So I ask again, what is the desire of your heart? God wants you to know, God wants us to know what are the desires of your heart. What is it that you want uh, in your life? Uh, How is it that you are going to impact others? What is it that God, what is it that you want? uh, What is the desire of your heart? Uh, in, in, In 2 Kings chapter 4, there is a story that shows a little about the desires of somebody's heart. There is a widow that had two kids and you know being a widow she didn't have a husband she had a debt to pay but she didn't have money um, so Elijah came to her house and you know uh, she needed to make money to, to pay some, some debts and take care of, of her family he says in verse 2 <clears throat> and Elijah said to her what shall I do to you Tell me what you have at home. And she say, Your servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. That's all she had. He said to him, Go and ask for vessels borrow from all your neighbors. Empty vessels, not a few. Vessels are like cups, like jars to to keep water, to keep oil. Verse 4 says, Then come in and show yourself and your family and your children and pour into all the vessels and when one is full set it aside and the woman went away closed the door shutting herself and her and, and her children and they brought her the vessels and she threw off the oil when the vessels were full he said to one of his sons bring me still other vessels and he say there is no more vessels then the oil stopped it's interesting here that Elijah told the servant the kids the women hey go get vessels go to the neighborhood talk to your friends bring vessels and make sure they are empty a few things that happened in the story one of them call my attention, is that Elijah never told the women what God was going to do for her. He only told her what God wanted her to do. Sometimes we want God to tell us the specifics. You know, what is it, uh, uh, what is it that you want me, want me to do? Sometimes God asks us to do something and we want details. We are nobody to be asking for details. God is always asking us to do things and to have faith that He's in control. He knows what's best for us, and He's gonna take care of us. Like the story, uh, like this story with this widow, the oil stopped when the vessel stopped. Another thing that I want you to think about: they never ran out of oil; they ran out of vessels. So. Elijah asked two questions in this story what do you want me to do for you and he asked what do you have in your house basically with what she had in her house God showed up and did a miracle did big things I have seen so many times when there are people that are doing great things for God but then there are other people that are wishing to have the gift that this person here has Oh, if I only had that, I would be able to do this. But no, that's not true. God wants to do big things with what you have. Whatever you think is little in your hands, I have seen it become big and huge in God's hands. She says in this story, I only have in my house a jar of oil. And out of that jar of oil, they fill a bunch of bustles and they never ran out of oil. What is what is what is God asking us to do today uh, for Him? What is it that, that He wants from us? You know, He knows what the desires of our heart are and He wants to do His will using the desires of our heart. You know the things that we do in ministry that we enjoy that fills our heart. God wants uh, wants to use that gift to be to be a blessing to many people. Elijah did not tell her what God was going to do; he just told her what God wanted her to do. Um, sometimes we come to to church on Sunday, and unfortunately, many times. You see church, an hour service, two hour service, if you're Dominican. <laughs> you see that time as a truce. You're like, you know what? I have a lot of problems. I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to go to church for an hour. And that'd be like a truce. But listen to this. God doesn't want to give you a truce. Listen to this verse in Matthew 11:28. 28. Come to me, all of you who are work and loaded and I will give you rest. He doesn't talk about truce. A truce is temporary. In a war, you're fighting a war. That's temporary truce. You don't fight with your enemy for a period of time, and then you're at war again. God is telling you, I want to give you rest, not a truce. Sometimes, you know, we have the mentality of fixing all the problems in the world, and we are not doing it with God. You know, sometimes we end up working for God and not working with God. It's a big difference. God wants to give us rest. He understands that when we rest in Him, anxiety goes away, stress goes away, all the things that, that, that attack us from this world rest. He gives you peace, especially during this time. Not only in the United States, but in Dominican. We just had elections last weekend. It's a lot of political drama going on. Uh, There's a lot of race and political tension going on here in the States too. How are you handling that? How are you handling the year 2020? (laughs) Nobody saw any of this coming. During this time, God wants to give you rest. He wants to give you peace. I was asking myself, you know, there are so many things. Uh, uh, our church—I am very proud of, of our church because we have been—we have been busy, you know, since this whole thing started. We have been trying to bless people from our neighborhood, uh, people that lost their jobs. Our church uh, gathered, and we were like, you know what? We gotta, we gotta uh, buy groceries for those people. Uh, then go ministries you know, started sending food to people, to communities from all over the country where we have churches. We were able to bless over 100 communities. I believe the number that I counted last was 120 communities were blessed by bags of groceries. People that, you know, uh, lost their jobs, people that haven't worked in two, three months, they were blessed. Uh, the church took took that wing. Uh, I see how, because of that, there's so many people that are now loving the church. They're following our online services. I'm saying, you know what? I want to be part of that kind of church. Even during that time, we had to make sure that we don't do it for God, but with God. Why do I say that? Because for me personally... Something that I learned uh, during this time of, of crisis in the world is that I always had to do things with God. not only things for God. The first two weeks of of this quarantine uh, for my for my family, it was tough because you know our kids were uh, not in school. We we didn't have our babysitter, and we were locked home with two kids. One is four years old now and the other one is one. So you guys can imagine that, you know, having to work, having to do all these things and having meetings and having kids running around. That's a lot of tension. But I came across this uh, scientific study that says that the first two hours of your day are like, uh, set up the rest of your day. First, The first 20 minutes. Of your day will set up the rest of your day. Uh, in Spanish, that is called ondas dominantes, which the translation that Google gave me is the dominant slings. First 20 minutes of your day, what you do in those first 20 minutes will set up the rest of your day. So I was like, man, I've been so busy, I've been doing so many things, uh, the, my kids waking me up super early. Many of those times I have forgotten to spend those first 20 minutes with the Lord let me try that and see what happens what has happened since I started doing that you know starting quarantine everything was messed up and then I started doing that and God gave me the rest and the peace that he promises everything started taking care of itself because I understood that it wasn't what I did for God, but what God was already working at, that I was joining His work. I wanna finish sharing with you guys a verse that is in 1 Corinthians 12. Starting in verse 12, it says, just as a body, though one has many parts, but its many parts, But all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit so as to form one body, whether Jew or Gentile, slave or free, and we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made of, of one part, but of many. Thinking about this verse, there is no Jew or Gentile, slave or free, I'm thinking there is no Mexican or American, there is no black and white, there is no Dominican and Haitian, there is one body. It doesn't matter what kind of tension we're living through, uh, racial tension, uh, political drama, we can all be redeemed by the blood of Christ. The Spirit of Christ can redeem and break every barrier that the devil is trying to bring within us. May you guys be one, <laughs> like God is one. You know, like for, for, for us, that has been pedical to know that. It's important to love one another and to remember those things. Whether Jew or Gentile or slave or free, we were all given one spirit to drink. Even though the body is not made of one part, but of many. Anything that divides us can be restored by the deep blood of Jesus. I'm blessed to be able to share with you this time. And I encourage you guys, in this moment of darkness in the world, let's be light. God bless you.